Hello and welcome to a very special week one edition of the Third Shift Football Podcast. This time we'll be talking Bills Rams, taking a look forward to week one, and discussing what the fuck is wrong with Von Miller's head. football fans welcome back and welcome back football week one of the nfl season has arrived in its glorious fashion oh baby i've missed you so bad thank god i look i love college but like the nfl has always been my first love because i grew up in kansas and you know I was did not a K-State fan. So college football is never a thing for me. But like the Chiefs in the NFL was like one of my first sports loves. And college football was fine. It sated the itch. But now oh, the NFL is back. And it off did. to a start. It was off to a good start if you're a Bills fan. We're going to get into that game. Um, we appreciate you guys tuning in. It is just after 11 o'clock Eastern time. This show is obviously we stay up late to watch football, bring you analysis. And get no sleep the next day. So, Neil, first game, the defending Super Bowl champions host the pivotal favorite, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills just won 31 to 10 in the Rams building. The game was tied at halftime. And uh, honestly, the game should have never been close. No, it was those three first half turnovers. The only thing that kept this thing even remotely in it at halftime. But can we talk about the Rams? Like, I don't want to take it away. The Bills looked amazing tonight. This Josh Allen's over, a freak. Overreaction Monday on a Friday for Damn all straight. of you people listening on Friday, or if you catch us in time before Friday. Yeah, overreact. Let's go. Well, look, as much as I want to say the Bills are the, like, everyone's talking about, everyone's picking the Bills to win the Super Bowl. And I know a bunch of Chiefs fans are whining about it, but spoilers, I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl this year. The Bills look amazing. I know. The Bills look amazing. But I want to talk about the Rams because that was not good. I always say teams that win any sport struggle on banner night. They didn't just struggle. I don't know if they – I don't think their offensive line or defense showed up. I think they were still at home enjoying their champagne because that was pathetic well we i don't know what the hell they trot out there on defense or the o-line but um they need to burn the tape well cumulatively we've somewhat talked about this because i think i mentioned that because there were some questions with the rams going into the season which for the record have not been answered it's week fucking one but Going in, I was talking about how they keep losing guys on defense, and eventually that's going to matter around Ramsey and Donald. Once the quality gets low enough, they can't support it enough. And then you were bringing up, and I said Joseph Milkboom was fine, which not tonight. Mm-hmm. But you bring up they have a depleted O-line. They lost a couple of guys. They lost Andrew with retirement, I think one of their guards. And you're bringing up the questions on their O-line. And tonight, they looked like issues. I mean, shit. Jalen Ramsey, I don't think, had that great of a game. He got toasted on a couple of routes. And so, especially the one that everybody saw in the fourth quarter, a 53 yard bomb from Josh. Is that his fault, though? Because I feel like he thought he had safety help. I don't know if that's his fault or a safety's fault. Don't matter. It's your guy. Okay, you're not wrong. You got to stick with him. But that's this is regardless. 
Jalen Ramsey didn't have that great of a night, and the Bills just shredded the Rams' defense. I mean, they were sitting in zone. Like, Josh Allen was hitting wide-open guys all over the field that couldn't stop Stephon Diggs to save their soul. They forced some turnovers, to give the credit to the Rams. They forced four turnovers on the night, um, one of which was more self-inflicted than anything, than the Isaiah McKenzie going, I have the ball! Oh, God, where'd it go? And it gets intercepted. But they forced... Four turnovers tonight. See, so not even that. But other than that, like they couldn't get any pass rush. Josh Allen was getting out the ball real quick, meaning he was seeing their defense really well and just making good decisions. And just they weren't doing anything. Like they looked, they looked unprepared for this game. Honestly, yes, that's a great, great word, unprepared. Because this, they just they couldn't mix up their coverages. They couldn't get to the quarterback on the other side of the ball. They couldn't change up their protections to get somebody home. Joseph Noteboom was getting fucking roasted by Vaughn Miller all game, and they had no goddamn answer for that. I just the Rams did not look ready for this game. The Bills did, and the Bills looked every bit the Super Bowl contender. I think they are, but I think the story of this game is how shit the Rams look. Because if they're playing on repeating, they're going to need to play a lot fucking better than they did tonight. You know, I want to talk about the Bills. I I have nothing more to add. I think you're 100% right on the Rams. I just want to talk about the Bills. Holy damn. (laughs) That was impressive. That And this is not an overreaction. We all know the Bills have this talent, and they showed up. And especially their big free agent acquisition in Vaughn Miller. It felt like every time Matthew Stafford did it, dropped into the pocket, Vaughn was there. If he wasn't there, Jordan Phillips was there. I mean, Jordan Phillips has a sack and a half. Von Miller had two sacks, three tackles for loss. Their defense was flying all over the place. I know Cooper Cup had 13 catches for 128 yards, but the rest of the guys take me five catches, 39. Henderson, who played a lot more than Cam Akers, which is kind of surprising. They're supposed to split duties. Uh, five catches for 26 yards. He, only, he ran the ball 13 times for 47 yards. Stafford only 240 yards through the air, three interceptions, seven sacks. We all know the Bills have talent defensively. It was the pass rush. And if this is the Von Miller they get, just give him the Lombardi because Josh Allen looked that great. However, I have said this all offseason. And I'm going to hammer it fucking home, people. And you're going to listen because I'm tired of explaining it. If Josh Allen keeps taking those hits, he's Andrew Luck 2.0. He's going to get hurt, and the Bills will suffer from it. He took so many unnecessary hits and knows that up. Yeah, there was like, I don't know why. Like, why are you running designed run plays on second and long to Josh Allen? That makes no sense to me. But I think he'll... he was incredible throwing the ball. Oh, God. He was he was just dissecting them. I think him and Patrick had the best deep balls. And, it, and Justin Herbert. Those three, when they throw deep balls, I'm like, oh, dear God, that's an angel coming from the sky. Like, that, those passes to Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs? That's uncoachable. That's his arm talent. Yeah. How long until the teams start treating the Bills like they do the Chiefs, where it's just too high every fucking time? You have shell to. coverage. But, you, you uh, here's the thing, though, with the Bills, they don't have a guy that really takes the top off. They do and they don't. Like, I don't fear Stephon Diggs blowing the top or Gabe Davis. 
they are great athletes, but they're just not those type of receivers. They're more possession, great route running. They can do it. They just don't have a guy that consistently does that. So it, and the Rams were playing – there was one play, it was, I think it was second quarter, they were 25 yards off the receiver. Like, what are you doing? But, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm with you. Like, they just were kind of letting themselves die. I, I, there was there was a couple – don't me wrong. Josh Allen did a great job of manipulating the defense, making the right throws. But there was a lot of times where it's like, why – why are you playing this up? Why are you letting Stefan Diggs run? Like, do you have to do something? Yeah. It's and the Rams just never adjusted. And fair play to the Bills. They just got hammered. It's just one of those. I don't know. The Rams are clearly the better team. Not the Rams. Well, the Bills were clearly the better team tonight. And I thought the Rams are flat. Yeah, I agree. The Rams need to pick it back up. They play Atlanta at home. Next week, we'll see. We'll preview that game next week. And the Bills get Monday Night Football with Tennessee coming to town. Boy, you know, Orchard, that game, Park's, Orchard Park's going to be rocking after that, that performance. I'm a, I'll be interested in that game because as much as I don't think the Titans are as good this year, they still have a very good secondary. And even without Harold Landry, we'll see. I want to see – we'll see if the – We'll see if the Bills can keep this up for multiple weeks because they do this like four weeks in a row. Uh, we may start talking about some – legendary performances <laughs> yeah i 100 percent agree um before we get to the rest of the games we want to thank you for tuning into this podcast and most podcast platforms apple google and spotify we're also on twitter as well ttsf underscore podcast and we're gonna start writing new weekly blogs of what we think of the season give you our picks as well in case you miss it here on this podcast one game down we got 15 to go oh getting that glorious week one fix in we have to. I mean, we got a few weeks till the bye weeks kick in. So let's go through the rest of the games, you know, shall we? Uh, yes, shall we? Now, we will continue our tradition that we did last year where we have four top games because there's four downs in NFL. Looking at you, CFL, with your three down BS. I don't like the CFL, but it's so wrong. <clears throat> anyway. All right. So first game is actually a rematch of the – in and out game between the Raiders Chargers, also oh. one of many big divisional matchups in week one, which I like the NFL doing that. I think it's um it's very interesting because it will be very important down the road. So Raiders, new head coach, they got one of the best receivers in the league versus a team that went all in, all in in the Chargers. Yeah, and the Chargers are going to be missing J.C. Jackson, it looks like, in this game, which might be a big loss for them. That's kind of a problem. Yeah, because the rest of their secondary is okay. It's not great. I mean, uh, I like Asante Samuel Jr., but I'm not sure he's quite ready for the prime time that is Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams. We'll and Darren see. Waller. And Darren Waller. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have a CB on him anyway. Um, yeah, this one, this one might be fascinating because – as much as I think the Raiders are probably the worst team in the AFC West, they still have a lot of strengths. That passing game might be deadly with how many weapons they have out there at one time, but it's also mitigated by the fact that they don't have much of an O-line. Then on the flip side, we're a good defensive line, but nothing behind it. So we're going to see, one, if their defense can get pressure on Herbert, because that's the only way they can win this game. 
And two, whether or not they can stand up to, to the pass rush on the other side, because if their O-line breaks down or their secondary breaks down, the Raiders aren't winning this game. But without J.C. Jackson, I'm not sure the Chargers secondary will be able to contain this passing attack. I, it'll be a shootout, an absolute firecracker shootout. I want to check the over-under on this yeah, game because I that's going to tell me a lot with it, with how I want to pick this game. 52 and a half, that seems low. Yeah, that's like what twenty eight to twenty under would be like a twenty eight to twenty four game. Yeah, so you know, give me yeah. the Chargers, even though no, I, yeah. I, I my brain says Chargers, <laughs> even though it's in Los Angeles, it's not really a home game because the Raiders are there. Um, I do think the Raiders need to be able to run the football this year. It's very key with Josh Jacobs. Feed him the ball, take some pressure off the car, but. The Chargers need to win this game. They need to make a statement week one. They're favored by three points. Give me the points. Yeah, this is look, this is gonna be every AFC West game this year, just until at least like probably it's like week brutal. 10. I'm just like oh, I, I think I could do this. I, I can see I, I but in this game, I'm with you. I'm taking the Chargers because I think they have a more well-rounded roster. Because what what the Raiders bring is a dynamic passing game. Which is also what the Chargers bring, because they have Mike Williams and Darius. I just want to say Darius Slayton, but I'm thinking of somebody else. Uh, you mean Kenneth, Kenneth Allen? Well, I wasn't talking about Keenan Allen. I was thinking of their Kenan. slot guy that emerged last year. Oh, Kenan God. Allen. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I'll pull out their depth. But chart. they also have a dynamic passing attack led by Justin Herbert. And I think their O-line will be better. I mean, there's questions about Trey Pipkins, the right tackle, but their O-line should be better. And then Joshua the other side, Palmer? Yes, Joshua Palmer. Or Jalen Guyton, DeAndre Guyton, Guyton. It was Guyton. It's Jalen Guyton. Jalen Guyton. he was pretty good last year for them. Yeah, Jalen Guyton. They just drafted Josh Palmer out of Tennessee, I think. Um, Yeah. No, it was was Jalen Guyton. They have a good bull-rounded passing attack, too, and I think they're just an overall more complete roster because, yeah, there are some questions about whether or not they're back in the holdup without J.C. Jackson, but they're the exact same questions I have about the Raiders secondary. And I think the pieces behind them um, are much better. Like Derwin James is markedly better than any player on the uh, Raiders roster. So yeah, give me the chargers and give me them to cover. Okay. We both like them to cover. Let's move on to our second game, which is another AFC West team. It is your chiefs against the Cardinals in Arizona. By the way, the chargers game is on CBS and this game will be on CBS as well. And in this podcast, in our link, we will have 506 Sports. They do a tremendous – this guy does a tremendous job. It's 506sports.com of highlighting all the regions where the games will be played at. So if you need to know where your team's playing at, check out our link, and we'll copy what his work on there for you. So, like for this 3 o'clock window, for example, uh, basically the entire nation except for California and Nevada are getting Chiefs Cardinals. This CBS. game's awesome. This is an absolute fight. This would be number one if it wasn't for what happened last year with the Chargers and Raiders. But um, I know the Cardinals don't have DeAndre Hopkins, but they still have Kyler Murray. We get to see what the Chiefs offense looks like without Tyreek Hill. I think there's just a lot to look forward to on both sides of the – for both teams on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I think it'll be something to find out about their somewhat new-look defenses too because the Chiefs have overhauled their defense. They got rid of uh, – Tyron, Ma- they got rid of Tyron Matthew, replaced him with uh, 
I cannot remember names tonight. Justin Reed, Mr. Justin Reed, they drafted a couple of rookies. Trent McDuffie will probably be playing. George Karloftis will be playing some measure downs. On the other end, the Cardinals lost some faces, and most notably Derwin, or Chandler Jones on their defense. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, another note for the Cardinals is they're actually Rondale Moore got hurt in practice today, so he will miss this game, and that's another blow to an already depleted Cardinals receiving core, which is basically Hollywood Brown and the other guys at this point. Hollywood Brown's gonna just like it's gonna be just like with the Ravens. You're it, bud. Yeah, you're it. Sammy Watkins, the part of Sammy Watkins will be played by AJ Green. And yeah, it'll be Zach Ertz is serviceable. He's not the same, but he's serviceable. Yeah, he's not quite Mark Andrews, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a fun game because both these teams have question marks about how they're gonna look this year compared to last year, because the Cardinals lost some offensive line help, and then they lost Christian Kirk, and then they traded for Rondale Rondale for Hollywood Brown. And then the Chiefs, of course, got rid of Tyree Kill in that big trade. That sounds mean. They traded Tyree Kill, so they don't have him anymore, so it's going to be a new look offense. I think this would be a fascinating game that will tell us a lot potentially about both teams. The Chiefs are favored by six, which I feel like is a bit high, but I could also see it because the turnover margin for me is key. I feel like both quarterbacks need to value the ball. We saw that in the Bills-Rams game where both teams kind of had unfortunate turnovers. Well, it should have been a further away game, but the Rams, not the Rams, the Bills turned it over three times in the first half. In the half. first half, which is that they could have had a bigger lead than what they did, which they mm-hmm. didn't have a lead at all because it was 10-10 at halftime. But anyway, yeah. back to the Cardinals-Chiefs. I, I just think that turnovers, you got uh value the ball. And I trust the Chiefs more. I trust I trust Patrick Mahomes a little bit more. And I feel like Patrick has a lot to prove as far as the noise that's been going on this offseason. I feel like he's just going to come out, maybe have a 500-yard passing game. I actually like the Chiefs covering six. Um, I'm not going to pick them to cover, but I also like the Chiefs to win this game. I think they just have the better roster, especially with DeAndre Hopkins out and Rondale Moore. And I think regardless, just- they have the better roster. And, and a better maybe, coaching maybe staff. They, I think they have a better coaching staff. I think the Chiefs are just a little more ready to go in this game. They're healthier. They aren't dealing with a bunch of suspensions. And I think their defense is slightly better overall. I will see about the pass rush. That's going to be my big question with the Chiefs all year. But, yeah, I think the Chiefs win this game. I don't think they cover. I think they're going to win in a pretty close game. All right, let's go to Bucks cowboys Sunday night football. It's a rematch of last year's first game of the year, which was in Tampa Bay because – the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. This time it's in Dallas. Um, both offensive lines have some injuries. Mm-hmm. We have questions about the coaching staff with Dallas and what Todd Bowles' team's going to look like as he's now head coach again in the National Football League. What is Tom Brady's mindset after being gone for 11 days? Ooh, he's fine. But I think Dallas has to win this game. I don't think Tampa needs it. I think Dallas needs it. I think Tampa's going to want to come out and establish some dominance. No, they do, but I'm just saying saying for their season, I don't feel like Tampa – I think Tampa can afford to lose this game. I feel like if Dallas were to lose this game, there's going to be a lot more noise. Yeah, a lot of noise. A lot with Mike McCarthy because, you know, Mike McCarthy's a shit fit. I hate Mike McCarthy. I hate – yeah, I don't know about this game. Weirdly enough, 
I think the Bucks, the Cowboys have the better defense, if not almost solely because of Micah Parsons. But I just, that, I don't. He's a monster. Yeah, I don't know. I think the the Bucks are still good on the edges because it's still the uh, Christian Christian Wirfs and the other one whose name I can't remember because my brain is shot right now. Thanks for tonight of football. Um, they still have a good set of tackles. Is the interior where they're going to be weak, which is not where their best rushers are. And beyond that, I don't like the Cowboys secondary quite as much. I know some people are still really high on uh, Trayvon Diggs after last year, but yeah, those 12 interceptions were nice. Or what was it? No, like seven or something. Interceptions were nice, but I will also show you the like 1,200 yards of coverage he gave up. So I'm not as impressed with the LA with the uh, LA with the Dallas secondary. And I think I just think the Bucks pull this one out. I think they're the better coach team. I think they've got the more veterans, and they've got just they've got a better receiving core to go out and punish a weak secondary. I, I think the Bucks are just better all around team. I think they win this game. I got Dallas. I think their front seven is going to cause hell for Tom. It may not matter. I Tom's got to get the ball out so quick that. But that's what he does. That's I know just that's what he, what he does. does. But like, if I'm Dallas, I play press coverage and I dare these receivers to beat me. But that's not what Dan Quinn does. Uh, he no, better do it this game. This is what he has to. If they play that cover three. I, I like I, I think this is gonna be a coming out party for CD Lamb being the true one. I think Tony Pollard gets a lot more run finally and says Zeke. Zeke will be a little bit fresh this game until week five when he can't run anymore. Give me Dallas. I like Dallas covering. It's two and a half for the Bucks now. So do you have the Bucks covering? Yeah, I have the Bucks covering because I have the one by a field goal. Of course, saying that they'll win on like they'll be they'll kick a field goal to go up by one and just blow it for me. But you know what? I play I pick for the winners. I don't pick for the line because I don't gamble. So no, we're just going to keep track. We're just going to keep track. We'll see how we do. All right, last big game that we're doing, the fourth one, is another division game, two of four so far. Patriots-Dolphins in Miami. Dolphins yeah. are there by three and a half. There's yeah, a lot NFL. Here. We don't want to do Broncos-Seahawks, so that game's going to fucking suck. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, another game where a lot of these early games, some of them you're kind of – they were what they are. Like, let's actually – they started the season against each other last year as well, but it was in Foxborough. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But a lot of these early season games will be finding out what these teams are. Cause like there's teams like Denver and Seattle where I don't, not going to learn much from that game because I think Seattle shit and I think they'll get blown out. But this is another game where it's two teams who are kind of had some makeovers in the off season. Uh, the Patriots didn't really lost some guys, but most notably they lost Josh McDaniels. So I'm wondering what a non Josh McDaniels like Patriots offense looks like. And then the Dolphins of course added Tyreek Hill uh, some offensive line and we're going to see if there can be a contender in this year and so it's just going to be an interesting measuring stick for both these AL East teams which it kind of was last year I just want to see if the Dolphins offense if honestly Tua how does Tua look with all these new weapons I don't think it's Tua per se I think it's the offensive line I know yeah. what Tua is Tua is an accurate passer I want to see his deep ball improve which I think it will can the offensive line give him, him give him that time to deliver those deep balls to Tyreek or Jalen Waddle? It's all to me. It's it's their offensive line that is going to make or break their season. Their defense is still really good. Same coordinator. They still have Brian Flores anymore. But they have great weapons. Great weapons on the outside, and their running backs are serviceable. 
It's their quarterbacks average to above average, which is good enough to win a, a, a Super Bowl. It's the offensive line. It's that simple. And then for the Patriots, let's see how this plays out. Because oh no, I'm reports terrified. have not been good. <laughs> Listen, I will be forever on the Mac Jones bandwagon because I called him being good. However, this could really screw his career. This season could if it goes poorly. And that's not good if you're a Patriots fan. And because of that, I got the Dolphins winning and covering. I I just I can't trust the Patriots from what I've heard and seen in preseason. I can't. I gotta go Dolphins with the cover. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Dolphins have improved enough and have enough weapons to punish a weakened a JC Jackson list and like Kyle Van Noy. Some other pieces a weakened Pat's God. defense. And then from every I'm with you. From everything I hear, the Patriots offense is in shambles. And when there's look, it's preseason. It these things get out of hand. But when there's that much smoke, there's usually a fire. And the Dolphins defense is good enough to to if they're in a complete mess destruction, then they'll kill them. So yeah, give me the Dolphins. And I think we start looking at them more as contenders after a probably potentially a thrashing. I doubt it, but if they win this game convincingly, yeah, I mean it should be close. Should be. It's a division game, but we'll see. I mean, it's going to be hot in Miami. I mean, what's the weather going to be in Miami Sunday? I bet it's just terrible. I bet it will be hotter than New England. <laughs> I don't know. It's been hot up here in the Northeast. 89 and rain? 40% chance of rain? Oh, boy. Ooh, that's passing weather right there. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the other games. Let's start with my Colts against the Texans in Houston. Um, By the way, Dolphins, Patriots is CBS. And the Colts Texans is on CBS. Colts are fair by seven. The Matt Ryan era begins in Indianapolis. It's their fifth different starting quarterback in five different seasons. So Josh, that includes that includes Andrew Luck. They could they haven't won a week one game since 2013. I was about to ask. So Josh is a Colts fan. You want to tell me how they're gonna blow this one? They won't. This is the one they should win. But I said that in 2020 when they played the Jaguars. They just can't win in Jacksonville. But so thank God they don't. They play there next week. Um, no, I mean, I do think Houston's going to be better as far as competitive. But I think we're going to see a really dominant Colts defense this year. It's going to be special. But we know we don't know if uh, Shaquille Leonard's going to play. Formerly Darius Leonard. So that's kind of a question mark at the moment. But Stefan Gilmore's been incredible in camp. Uh, Nick Okwe has been good for them. Quiddy Pace should have a better uh, second year, especially with Nick Okwe taking some of the pressure off. Um, but I, I'd like to see what David Mills looks like, Davis Mills. I'd like to see what he looks like for the Texans. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think the Colts win this game convincingly. I think they just have too much talent. Um, yeah, Davis, it, it'll be interesting to see this year because, as I said before, the Texans are playing with house money because they basically just get a year to find out is Davis Mills good. If no, congratulations, we draft a new one. If yes, we have a quarterback in the future. Amazing. But yeah, I just don't think there's enough talent on the Texans to overcome this Colts slot. Congratulations on breaking your schneid, hopefully. We'll see. Uh, I like the Colts covering seven. It's just a touchdown. I can see him win by 10. 
Yeah, I'll take the Colts seven. I think they're they're a significantly better team than the Texans. And now we just wait for us to both look like dumbasses when the Colts lose. Yep. Uh, Saints Falcons on Fox, New Orleans favored by five and a half. New head coach Dennis Allen taking over for Sean Payton. Falcons, no Matt Ryan. Perfect segue into that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a game the Saints can't afford to lose if they want to contend for the division. Like they need to win this game. By the way, third division. Oh, there was five division games. Sorry, I forgot Colts, Texans, same division because Texans haven't been good in a few years. Um, so f- this is the fourth division game. We got one more to do. Um, I like I like the Saints and covering. Uh, I'm with you. I like the Saints in this game. I, one, I actively think the Falcons are trying to win. <laughs> they they just aren't. But. <sighs> It'll take a while for Drake London to get acclimated to the NFL. The Saints still have a good defensive scheme, and I think Jameis has had a year in the system, so he'll he'll be better. I think the just the better overall team wins this one. So yeah, give me the Saints to cover. Yeah, I agree with that. A hundred percent agree with that. But um, I would like to see how Michael Thomas plays. I think, yeah, because it's I been think, a hot minute. Yeah, I am interested in that. So let's go on the 49ers and Bears. Trey Lance kicks off his career as the full-time starter against a guy that he was in the same draft class with is Justin Fields. Can the bears O-line protect Justin Fields? That's my no. biggest question. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Did you, that was a hypothetical. <laughs> I mean, it was, shit, but Justin Fields himself was talking this week to like the media and I respect the shit of him. The saying he was saying about the, they're starting like a rookie right tackle. And he was talking about like, I hope y'all are expecting him to win every rep against Joey Bosa. I'm like, uh, or Nick, sorry. Yeah, um, but it, it, any of the Bosa's. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, no, he's not. And like, look, Josh is right. Or Justin's right. They're not going to fucking win every rep. And uh, spoilers, they're going to win the reps against the other Niners pass rush. We'll, it, it'll be interesting to see how Trey Lance looks in this game. But regardless, I think the Niners defense just eats the fucking Bears alive. Do you, do they do you have them covering? Yes. Oh, I don't know God. if the Bears will score in this game. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, we'll see. I I do want to see how Justin Fields looks at this new offense, which uh, I I wasn't impressed in preseason, but now it's regular season, so things change. Last mm-hmm. big division game, Neil. Finally. Oh, actually, two more. God, there were six. I can't count. I think there were six. I will count in a second. Steelers. It's, late. it's the first night of the season. We're good. Steelers, Bengals in Cincinnati. Mitchell Trubisky is a starter again in the NFL. The Bengals' new look offensive line against a ferocious defensive line. I love this game. If if there wasn't so much so many questions with New England, I feel like this game would be better. And if you know Pittsburgh had a better quarterback. I'll take I'll take the call on that one because I I call the New England Patriots versus the Dolphins. There's a have you know there's a lot of buzz around the Steelers. I don't get it. Like I've seen like more than one, and admittedly not people I love, but people choose the Steelers to win the division. It's literally the same team minus Big Ben for Mitchell Trubisky, and for me Trubisky doesn't move the needle. Kenny Pickett could because he's unknown. It is basically the same team, but I know they made the playoffs, but let me pull the cover back a bit. That team was fucking shit. <laughs> that it team wasn't good. 
sucked the last year. Sucked. The defense did not. The suck. defense was okay. Like it wasn't great. Like, well, it's because uh, they were gassed by the fourth quarter every time. T.J. Watt was fine, but overall, like the secondary isn't great. Like it's okay, it's fine, but they have to get home, and I just I don't see it. And like their offensive line still sucks. They didn't really do anything to address that. And they drafted and they brought in Trubisky, who is known for fucking holding the ball for a goddamn eternity. So I just, I don't see it. I, that's why I bang vetoed this game. I just don't understand where the hype is on this one. I don't think the Steelers are going to be good. I think the Bengals are going to eat their whole line alive. I think the Bengals' new offensive line could, will hold up enough to give Joe the time to throw. And I think their secondary is going to get cut. So give me the Bengals. You have the Bengals covering six and a half, though. Uh, yes, yes, I do. I, I, I don't, I do not have faith in the Steelers team. I don't get why people are picking them to win the division. And yeah, maybe this all blows up in my face because Mike Tomlin's an amazing coach. I'm not going to say he's like he is, but I just, you look at their roster, you look at their O-line, you look at everything on their defense that isn't TJ Watt and their offense. You're just like, what, what the fuck is here? Correct me if I'm wrong. Tomlin's never had a losing season. That is correct. It's a very big point. He's never had a losing season, which last year was a fucking miracle. Good on you, Mike Tomlin, for, you know, steering the ship. He's a good coach. Yep. I like the Bengals covering, too. I just feel like they want to prove that last year was not a fluke. And let's get to another game that, Neil, I'm very excited about. One, because the Eagles – Went all Restore in, pretty roar. much. Restore the roar. Restore the, and the roar. Lions. Restore the roar. The fighting Dan Campbells host the Eagles on Fox. The Eagles are favored by four points, which is really seven because home teams are always favored by three in football. Um, Eagles. You know what? Eagles. Nope. It's the first sellout at Ford Field oh, since 2019. Boy. It's the bulletin thing, right? It's the first sellout since 2019 in Ford Field. The hype is there with this team, with that city. Mm-hmm. They believe in what mm-hmm. they're doing. Mm-hmm. Give me the line. Give me the Lions with the upset of the week. I I, I just I. I love this Eagles team. I think they can win the division. I want to believe. I really, really do. I'm Ted Lasso right now. Fucking point at that yellow thing. I can't believe. I just, there's so much talent on the Eagles roster. They were good last year. They have a great offensive line. They have a great defensive line. They added fucking uh, Jordan Davis, that, that fucking monster out of Georgia. Or, yeah, what's his name? Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They added that monster out of Georgia who's just like a man among men. They added Nicobe Dean to their defense to help shore up their weaknesses there. Their O-line's great. They added a fucking amazing receiver in A.J. Brown. I just, I think, I just think the Eagles have too much. I think the Lions are going to be better. I think, but I just don't think they have the secondary or any part of the defense to stop what the Eagles want to do. And then on the other side, Jared Goff's still a problem. So give me the Eagles to win this game and cover. And cover. Mm-hmm. It's four. Obviously, I'm taking the Lions so they cover. I at least have the Lions covering. Um, God help us. Jaguars, Commanders. Uh, what does Carson Wentz move to Neil for Washington? 
that's going to be the story of this season. They went all on all in on him, gave a couple of draft picks. They also took his whole salary on this. Mm. You know what? I'm taking another upset. Give me J- Jacksonville. Um, you, oh, that's you, tough. It's a tough game. Um, it's two and a half for Washington. Yeah, I, this is tough because I think Washington's still the better team. I think I don't know, man. Jacksonville's got some pieces. Finally, I kind of yeah, like their roster. I just what I about their like, defense? Talk to me about defense their defense. Was actually decent last year. Talk to me about their back end. The back end is a problem. I can only stay in football. Yeah, and look. Yeah, give me Washington. I just, I think it's going to take a little bit for this new look Jags team to gel with all their pieces. And I'm not confident in this one. This is a really tough game. I think this will be one of the closer games of the week because I have zero faith in Washington. But I think, I just don't think the Jaguars defense will pose enough of a problem to really bother Carson as much in this game, which I know last year, but I just think Terry McLaurin will have a nice day. I think they just, they're just good enough. I think Washington, oh God, I am flip-flopping in my head during this entire sentence. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Washington. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fuck it. Cover? Two and a half? Yeah, cover. The one by a field goal. Browns Panthers, the Baker Mayfield revenge game. But can Jacoby make enough plays? Because Vegas says there's no line for this game. It's even, it's a pick 'em. You know, you Vegas, know, you're wrong. Taking Carolina. Yeah, as am I. I just don't think they have enough juice with uh, the Browns that does have enough juice about Deshaun. I like what the Panthers have done in the offseason. I still think Baker's a good quarterback. So, yeah, give me the Panthers. There's just not much here because on the other side, it's the Browns. They're not going to be complete until week 13. And when they are complete, they go fuck themselves. Yep. Um, moving to the afternoon slate, that's all the one noon, 11 and 10 o'clock games. If you go by time zone, east to west, uh, we have the giants going to Tennessee to face the Titans, the frauds of the AFC South. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. They're frauds, uh, but they are fair by five and a half. Um, boy, I feel bad for the giants and Brian Dayball because I feel like they got anybody else. I would lean to pick them or cover but i just don't see it. i just don't trust the giants yet i need to see a few games with how dayball is going to coach daniel jones yeah i think this one's going to be closer than the line indicates because i think the titans are going to be hurting after losing aj brown then i believe is harold landry uh towards acl during yep. preseason so that's going to hurt their defense but they do have one of the better uh secondaries in the league right now and i just think they're overall the better team against a giants team that's just trying to get its shit back together give me the titans but not the cover i will have the titans cover derrick henry also is going to want to prove that he's still the best running back in the league with jonathan taylor man the afc south is two of the best running backs sweet yeah and here is the other division game, Packers-Vikings in Minneapolis. I don't get why people are so high on the Vikings. I've seen a couple people pick them to make the playoffs, which I'm not completely against. I've nope. seen some people pick them to win the division. I don't I don't, I don't. see Not it. their quarterback. 
Actually, not even my problem. It's the, re- the rest of the field. Like their O-line is better. So that's, that's an improvement. It's not much better, but it's slightly better. Their receiving core is the same. Their running back situation is the same. So that's good. And then their defense, I guess they added uh, Zadarius Smith from the Packers to help their pass rush. But just feels like this is the same team from last year. And yeah, maybe there were some games they could have won last year that maybe one with their coaching staff. I just... I don't know, man. I just don't – something feels off with this Vikings team. And maybe this weekend will prove me wrong. But give me the Packers. I think they just have more continuity. And I think they'll be able to move the ball at will with, like, Aaron Jones. Uh, we'll see how their new receiving core looks with Dobbs and Alan Lazard leading the way. But, yes, yeah. I will. That's the thing I'm going to be watching most because their defense is going to be lights out. But Justin, Justin Jefferson's going to eat. Oh, he's always going to eat. It's Justin Jefferson. And as Neil alluded to, the NFL had to give us one garbage game as well, outside of Titans, Giants. Broncos, Seahawks, and Seattle. Russell Wilson goes back to the place that he won a Super Bowl at. I feel like he's going to get booed at this. I feel like he's going to get booed. There's been too much bad blood coming out lately. Yeah, but it seems like it was the Seahawks being fucking pricks. (laughs) Right, but I think fans are not going to understand that. But I hope they cheer him because – Really, he helped Seattle win that Super Bowl outside the defense being great that year. Without him, they don't get there. Oh, definitely. I think he'll get a standing ovation because it's not like he forced his way out or anything. He kind of did. Kind of, but it was also like it was time. It was over. It was all over. And we all knew it was over. You watched them and it felt stale. But look, there's not much to talk about in this game. The Seahawks are going to fucking suck. Give me the Broncos to cover. Facts. Give me the Broncos as well. And Neil, I forgot about one game. I don't blame you. It's the Jets. The Ravens go to the Jets. Lamar Jackson's still not on a contract extension. How? Don't know. By the way, recording this on Thursday night after the Rams-Bills game, so he gave a Friday deadline. Maybe something happens, but um, I don't think it matters if he's on a long-term contract for this game because they are going to kill the Jets. Joe Flacco is starting for them. Lord help them. They're going to need it. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, they're starting to like week four or something. That's all. Yeah. Apparently they're holding him up to week four, which is surprising. They probably need him to heal. They don't want to rush that back. I... I guess. They, I guess. It, I mean, that's just my only guess. It could be like it could be like a soft. It could be like a soft benching. I hope it's not, but we'll find out. Um, yeah, this. I don't know what to say about this game. I, as much fun as it would be to be the Joe Flacco revenge game, and we reopen the Elite Hotel. No, the the Ravens are going to be pissed after last season. I think they'll come out and really. Blech, put this game away with authority. Thank you, Mouth, for finally getting on board with that sentence. I like the Ravens and covering the seven points. Same. Yeah, they'll cover because I, I think they'll run them out of the building. Neil, that's week one. And I hate choosing week one games because I still don't know jack shit about these teams. We won't know anything until week four, people. So you can overreact all you want come Monday because guess what? We'll have a podcast for you to listen to on Monday. We'll record after Sunday Night Football, bringing you the biggest storylines that we saw. 
So we'll give you everything from Sunday night football, try to give you everything from our top four games, anything else that we see or hear that is newsworthy. So that is the plan this season. Things could change depending on our lives. So that is the plan to give you an episode Thursday, Sunday, and Monday nights. Oh, Josh, I have no life. Yeah, I do. (sighs) It's been hard. Anyway, driving. Oh, look Indiana. at me, mother sir. I have a lovely fiance and a stable job. <laughs> and a cat that meows. Anyway, Constantly. I hope you enjoyed the Bills Rams game as much as we did. I hope your team does well in week one and your fancy teams as well. Unless you're a Cardinals fan, in which case, eat shit. Same to you, Texas fans. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you Sunday night. Bye. <laughs>